it's time for a trip into the Sanctum Sanctorum. Are you ready, Joe? I'm ready, Scott. Let's jump in, Doctor Strange style. Oh, it's Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Just Another Movie Nights Talking Trash. Talking Trash. Talking Trash. Talking Trash. Can I do it like that? Talking Trash. That's it. That's the stuff I like to hear. Talking Trash. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> See how I harmonized? Yeah. I totally tried. I did. I did. All right. Yeah. So, Talking Trash, we doing January. We're doing once again. My birthday month, and I picked comic book movies that we have never seen, and obscure comic book movies. Let's just well, let's, add that. Well, let's just say the fact that when I say comic book movies we've never seen, I mean it. I mean because we watch a lot of movies and we've seen a lot of comic book films. So the problem is finding some crazy ones, some bizarre ones. Yeah, and I feel like this journey has been nothing but crazy. It's been interesting. It's been a, it's been a, and you know, really weird, a weird experience adventuring into the unknown because half of these movies we've watched are movies we, people have never seen because they're very strange. They all have these weird debacles. I think only one of these movies basically got a release. Well, yeah. And then the other one was a made for TV, just like this one. Well, we have um, one, well, two. We did the first episode was Captain America, which was a TV movie. And there's two of those. They were both for, made for TV, just like the one we're about to do today. And then there was one. Oh, Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four was made, but not for TV. It was actually made for the theater, and it was never released. Mm-hmm. And then we watched G-Men from Hell, <laughs> which was another movie that I don't know if it ever got released. I mean, I... Just watching that, I would say that no, <laughs> it didn't. Yeah, I would say that too. I would say that this probably that probably didn't get a release. And then we watched Men in Black. Oh well, we know that got released. So that that's the one movie that got a release. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm struggling with my headphones here. Well, do you like together? To you know, out, I mean, trying to figure out where the sound is properly because. I'm not used to these big headphones. No, Scott got new headphones from Santa, and um, Santa is trying his best to get nice headphones <laughs> for Scott. I'm not made for nice things. And they're pretty nice headphones. And uh, I have a weird shaped head too. That might be an issue. He, okay, he, you don't have a weird shape. I do because no. I've I got this uh, headset on properly a few times, and now I don't know if I can get it on right. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. From Marvel Comics, there was a. That's the running theme of this month. We've been finding Marvel Comics movies that were made for TV. Yeah. Usually trying to start either a television show or some kind of uh, universe. And what we're finding out is Captain America, The Incredible Hulk, Spider Man, all had TV shows starting up. Um, 
Captain America was TV and movie events. The Incredible Hulk had a TV show is the only successful one of yeah, these. Yeah, Incredible Hulk came out earlier, right? Than 1979, was, was it? Well, it ran for five years, I believe. And I believe it's in the, se- the late 70s. Uh, I think Incredible Hulk was the lead-in. Uh, Spider-Man was about 79. Uh, the Captain America thing was 79. Thor, Daredevil, appeared in the Incredible Hulk show. So they were setting up this universe of these characters. And I don't know if this Doctor Strange was supposed to fit into that universe. But I'm going to say right off the bat something wild. Dun, dun, dun. This is probably the better of the ones we've like, I'm a little surprised. Uh, I mean... Uh... Well, I'm going to say that I, I watched The Incredible Hulk as a, <laughs> sh- a kid a lot. Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. The Spider-Man was a complete bust. It, it did not work out. And Captain America is also a bust. This... The first... 40 minutes the first 30 to 40 minutes is actually quite good um okay i'm I'm saying that right there all right well you know here's the thing i found um i'll start off right off the bat okay so this movie is it's called dr strange from 1978 it was you could feel the time period which i like i like that um but i i also and the acting was sort of decent it was decent acting. Um, I just felt that it was very uh, slow moving. Nothing really happened in it. Well, imagine if you can put yourself in this and say this was a TV show. Sound like you're setting up a movie frame. Imagine if you will. Yeah, honestly though, imagine <laughs> this is 1978. Yeah. Imagine being a kid. In 1978, watching this. Quite simply, it unlocks the hidden potential within you. It's a way of realizing your own powers and using them to get what you really want out of life. This would have been pretty good. Okay. That's what I'm getting at. I mean, for a TV show pilot. I feel like we need more Doctor Strange. That's all. Like Doctor Strange. Well, this Doctor is a pilot. Like again, this is a pilot. Yeah. You have to establish your character becoming this character. Yeah, and I feel kind of gypped though because I feel like this sh- should have been like they should have greenlit this and they should have gone on with it because. Oh yeah. The Big first, time. the first, um, you know, a pilot, which you kind of feel this is a pilot. You you feel that you feel like it's supposed to be a pilot, not yeah. like a movie, but a pilot. Yes. And um, I feel like there's unresolved things and they should have just kept, they should have kept on going with it. And I think it would have been maybe not greatly successful, but at least mildly successful enough that they could have made a couple episodes at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's how I feel. Well, that's some of the most interesting stuff about this is that Stan Lee really worked with the director. They became friends and the director was really into this project. And Stan Lee was actually pretty into this project. Yeah. Um, Oddly enough, uh, I believe Steve Dicko uh, co-created this character, if, I, if I'm if i correct. And I don't know why he wasn't involved. That's just one of those weird Marvel things where Stanley always was in front, forefront yeah. when all these other creators kind of got shafted to the side. This is an interesting one because I'm a little surprised 
that this was made for TV. And famously, at the time, a lot of church groups and stuff went a little apeshit with Doctor Strange. Seriously? Because one of the reasons the comic code started and the entire trying to shape comic books around being more for kids, because at the time they were doing a lot of psychedelic, a lot of uh, what people were calling satanic, and Doctor Strange was right in the forefront of that because they saw witches, warlocks, Satan. Yeah, that's, that's all I kept true. thinking. Okay, I and get it. Even his hand signature is what some people would call the devil sign, <laughs> and it was not the truth. But they were doing this crazy thing, and there's actually some great stories behind the scenes of Doctor Strange creation, and. Watching this, I'm, I'm a little mind blown because this is very psychedelic. And it reminded me, and I asked you first thing we did, we were all watching this. I said, who directed this? <laughs> because the first thing I thought was uh, Giallo, and I kept thinking Italian. Oh, okay. I can see that. It did have that kind of feel. The music is kick-ass. Yes, the music is so... like. It's spicy, like immediately, like just the, like spicy. It is spicy because when you know that something's about to happen, but the music starts super early. Yeah. So, you know, like it's, it continues on in this long draggy shot with the music and you're just like, okay, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's, what's going to happen? Well, yeah. You're talking about the build, the idea of the build up yeah, music. Yeah. Yeah. But the music is, if you told me, if you put this and edited it over, like um, our, Dar- our Dario Argento film. Oh my god! I would god, not yes. be shocked. No, because I would actually believe that this was the music. For yeah, that. I would too. I, I was thinking that too. I was like, oh my god, this kind of sounds like nineteen seventies Argento. It's it's kind of rad. It, there's something about it that's dark. <laughs> That's one of those things I'm talking about. Why I cannot believe this was in 78. Yeah. Because, uh, was it 78 or 77? No, 78. Okay, so 78. And it kind of shocked me because it, it's a kind of a spooky t- tune. There's like, there's a 
really heavy and eh, yeah, type of thing. That's why you get that feel. And then there's like some guitar, like a really like undertone guitar with this really strange vibe. It's dark yeah. and it very feels that Jalo dreamlike experience. Yeah. And to me, I was in. I was invested. I really like almost music. instantly, especially when the way that this movie starts. Mm-hmm. The, I, so, since this is talking trash, let's just start jumping into it because I, I've got to talk about a lot of scenes in this movie. Uh, we start off right off the bat in this film, and I looked at you. First off, we get a title card with some creepy music mm-hmm. and some psychedelic art. And yeah. there's like a title card talking about the whole nature of these realms. Mm-hmm. And the first thing we see is not a good guy. The first thing we see is the bad guys. And we get Jessica Walters. She's she's from it's which, Jessica Walter from I mean she's legendary. She Yeah, which unfortunately you guys know her from uh, the Arrested Development show. Um it's uh, a lot of people was gonna say Archer. Uh, oh, yeah, a lot Archer. of people know as the mother from Archer, the mother mm-hmm. from um uh, rest of the development. I've been drinking since before you were born. So if alcohol's the reason I'm here, I got news for you, bub. It's the only reason you're here, too. Hey, you're mean sober, too. But uh, she's great. And right off the bat, we start with her. And she's, like, provocative dressed. Mm-hmm. She's, like, which I'm she, also shocked about. She's a sorceress, about. so she, you know, naturally she's got to get her groove on. <laughs> but I was, kinda, I was shocked. We got, like, a cleavage opening. Yeah. She's very beautiful. Very pretty in this. Yeah. And she's dressed all whatever. And she's in a fiery hellscape of some sort. And she's talking to a demon who is gigantic in the clouds. Now, like I'm saying, we watched the Red Brown Captain America movies that came Mm -hmm. out after this. Those look like garbage compared to this. You know... It's true. This the special effects looks cool. are very exclusive to the time frame, but they look decent. I, I would say I'm going beyond that. I actually think they look pretty neat. I mean, I'm going to have to take it down a notch and say that the villain that Jessica Walter was talking to in the beginning, which we have to know. Was, I don't it, think we've ever given a name. It's no, just some kind of demon. Just a demon. Um, he kind of looked like a like a really big sardine with like glowing red eyes. Well, he it has was... no red eyes. He's got yellow okay, eyes. So I think like he has yellow... four. There's like red everywhere. So that's why I got confused. But so, okay, yellow eyes. But um, yeah, there's like he a... just... He's kind of like blended into a hellscape image. Yeah, you can't really tell what he looks like yeah, or he's, what he it's is. It's like a giant head. It almost looks like the Easter Island uh, statues. Yeah, or a little bit like the bad guys in Silent Hill game, you know, where with... The, the guy with the uh what, the, pyramid head? Yeah, pyramid head. And he kinda looks like that. That's why I said sardine, because he kinda looks like that. But he also has this menacing voice, but you, you know it's Oh, can we do it? Can you yeah. do an impersonation? Oh, no, I can't do it. You have to do it. It's like Yo, I want John. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me the man's souls. And I will release you. I will release you from your captivity and you can live. The life you choose. And, and she goes, but I'm attracted to men. I don't care about your sexual desires. I want men. But I'm so lonely and I really need a man. I have desires. Get over yourself, you bitch. Get me some human souls. 
Um, it's kind okay, of well, fantastic. he didn't say all that, but yeah. Beg me to destroy you, Morgan. Pray to me for death. It's kind of right <laughs> off the bat. I looked at you, and then to cut from that, you instantly get the setup where they sent. She's like telling him, um, what's the plan virtually, right? And she says to him, um, well, the demon says, go to Earth and take out the sorcerer. Mm-hmm. He's an old man. He's brittle and he's faltering. He's going to pass on his, like his, 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 uh, I don't know what, the, what you call it, not his magic or whatever, but his mantle mm-hmm. to the next successor. And she's like, who, how would I know the next successor? And he's like, follow the ring and you'll know. Mm-hmm. Right. So she goes to Earth, and we get a shot of like an old man, and he's doing a spell, and he's looking at a book, and he, he you thought he died. <laughs> he, he's just weak and brittle, like they say during that moment, and he goes to sleep. Well, it looked like because he fell back in a chair, so yeah. it was just like that. The guy, the, <laughs> just, the guy has sat died. through a couple bad Marvel movies. I mean, I mean, I mean, that's like me after I sat through the yeah, G Men from Hell. G Men from Hell. I was like that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly right. Um, but yeah, so we see that this beautiful girl, and, and she's talking to a demon in a hellscape with crazy music, and they cut to Earth, and she is walking around, and then she's following another beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. Who is this woman? Okay, her name is Anne-Marie Martin. She's playing Clea Lake. Yes, which, and if you're a comic book fan, this is the soon-to-be wife of Doctor Strange in the comics. So she's following her, and they're playing that Argento-esque walking thing, and there's shots of eyes, just like uh, Giallo or, or Italian horror. Mm-hmm. And it's very cool. And it's like, very 70s. Like, the music is very 70s, but also eerie. I like it. Yeah, when you say 70s, I just kept thinking dream-like, horror-like. Yeah. It feels very hard. It definitely felt like that. It felt like um, like you were stepping into some kind of dreamscape. And I'm watching this, and I'm not going to shit you. <laughs> I thought to myself, holy crap, is this cooler so far than the actual Benedict Cumberbatch Doctor Strange opening stuff? <laughs> because that stuff is, is so stereotypical of Marvel where you're following a guy who's a dirtbag doctor, and he's rich, and you don't really... You can't really connect with him in a weird way because he's such a, you know, like, I don't know. He's so stuck up. And in the other one, I think in that movie, you follow the villain and his minions, Mm -hmm. like, trying to gather up or whatever and go after spirit people. In this, we're following this very, like, slow, paced, taking its time, creepy, you know, like, build yeah and i'm like this is neat and it it all comes together in jessica walter's character by the way she's morgan lefay which funny enough isn't a doctor strange villain at first i don't think it i think it took like years for her to meet doctor strange oh well she comes in right away she's in the first 13 seconds of the movie Uh, she She opens the yeah the main character she in in comic book form i think she didn't i think she was in a couple other comic books first which is really strange. I actually think that she's in Spider Woman first. Very strange. Um. So 
she takes over this woman that she's following. They have this whole thing just like a uh, Italian horror. The eyes, the eyes. She basically seduces her, takes her over. And she goes to a bridge and she stares out. And the old man who is the Sorcerer Supreme from that opening, they said that she has to kill, mm-hmm. comes up to her and says, You shall not pass me, Morgan. Your barriers have fallen. You cannot stop me now. I have cast you out before. You shall not pass by me, Morgan. You forced the choice, old man. Now it begins. It is calculated this time, old man. And at that moment, the woman throws him off a bridge. Oh, no. Because she's actually taken over by this villain, Morgan Le Fay. Yeah. And, and he didn't know, so he, he walked no into that trap. He fell off a bridge into traffic, survives. He, I like he someone. Just, he just stands got up, up and walked away. And someone the guy's the, like, uh, you all right, someone man? Someone in the background's like, is he good? No. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't. It wasn't my oh fault. My God. He just he came from him. nowhere and, and, and he, he, he what? Oh, he's scared. Oh, 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 is he getting up? Get an ambulance. Hey, buddy, I'm sorry. I couldn't stop or nothing. You you fell right in front of me. What happened to the girl? What girl? There's no girl. I didn't see. Did you see a girl? You you are. What right? happened to the girl? Did you see a girl? <laughs> uh, and uh, he gets up and he's like, "Did anybody see the woman?" And now she's she like wakes up out of the trance because Maureen Le Fay has left her, and she's standing next to her on the bridge, and she's like freaking out that she threw an old man off a bridge. And Morgan Le Fay's behind her going, Is he dead? Is he dead? And she's like, ah, and she runs off. I mean, like, totally, I, I'm on her side. Yeah, this woman has a mental breakdown. Yeah. Obviously, anyone would because she just threw an old man off a bridge. Yeah, and, and this is our opening of the movie. She runs home. And she goes home. And uh, the Sorcerer Supreme, which he, in the comics, the it would be the ancient one. This character is supposed to be but they got around that for some reason well he goes back to his uh um, sanctum sanctorum which i also don't think they say in this movie at they all. never say it no and he is met with by his friend and co uh magician or whatever his ward i mm-hmm. guess wong my intuition was correct i felt an aura of great danger around you the danger has passed for now. Are you all right? I'm several hundred years too old to be all right. And Who's wearing a fancy suit, by the way. Wong is dressed very nice. He's yeah. dressed to the nines. Yeah, he's not like the Wong we know of, you know, Doctor Strange movies today. Like with, Tibetan monks. Yeah, he's not like that yeah. kind of... Um, he, he, he wears a suit and he looks very debonair. Same thing with uh, the Doctor Strange at this point. Mm-hmm. He also is dressed in a suit. He's not dressed yeah. in his like cloak or anything like that. Yeah, uh, Wong and him talk, and he tells him that Morgan Le Fay is the enchantress, which is also very interesting. That's a Thor villain, and he's, it's also um, a villain in Suicide Squad. So that's DC, but yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. There are two enchantress, and he says that he tells him what's going on. Okay, she took over a woman, a young woman, and I think she's a college student. And he draws her perfectly, like the most 
perfect it's face. It's a beautiful sketch. Yeah, this is Steve Rogers level. Uh, just <laughs> making all of us on a sketch. He gives it to Wong. He's like, we have to find her. I think she's a college student. She's she's in danger, and we have to find her before they use her again because she's touched the plane, the other realm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we have to find also find doc, um, Dr. Oh, Stephen Strange, Dr. Stephen Strange. Yeah, so she's, but the thing is that she's told to follow the ring, but how does she know who has it? She doesn't. That's what she was saying. Like, who, how, who, how will I know who got passed to? And he's like, follow the ring. He will show you the way, you know. <laughs> um, work? Just follow my nose. <laughs> it always knows. And <laughs> follow your nose. It always knows. <laughs> so... She has to look out for that, but he's like, find Doc, uh, Stephen Strange, because we also have to talk to him. He, I, it's been a very long time since I've been in contact with him, mm-hmm. which is weird later on, but he also is very important to this. So we cut to uh, Stephen Strange, who is a doctor in a, what seems like a psychiatrist, like a, it's, he's a doctor of some sort, but. But it's sort, but it's a. Uh, well, you were well, talking. Well, he's a medical doctor. He he he, he doesn't specialize in psychiatry. That's not his thing. No, not psychiatry, but he was taking care of the mentally ill. Yeah, he was. He was. It seems like he went to different wards, um, in the hospital. So he has like, you know, he multitasks. Yeah, he's not the surgeon that we know him as. No, no, he, yeah, not at all. But it's great though because he had a really establishing shot of his life. He uh, flirting with the nurse, um, their friends, and he has a whole bunch of patients that he knows very well, and they set up. He cares. Yeah, he's very unlike the Benedict Cumberbatch version, who's yeah. kind of a self absorbed jerk. <laughs> he seems he seems more human. This this Doctor Strange, he's he's like very seventies. He's got like the curly hair. Wears the turtleneck. You know. Yeah, the actor. That. I don't know this actor very okay well. well i was just researching him he has really been in a lot of crap okay like the stuff we've never seen uh, i think is he an orca he is an orca okay, okay yeah that's where i knew him from okay yep he's an orca he um he acts with his eyes yeah. he does a lot of like he really opens up his eyes really big and he's always in like he really portrays that being shocked by what's happening him with his eyes really well, yeah, it he works. Does, yeah. It works. Um, but what's really funny is his patients. Uh, he talks to them, and he they establish how he's a nice guy. But we were laughing a lot because one of the patients is an alcoholic. Yeah, and he kept calling it. You have to lay off the juice. You have to lay off the juice, Edna. Yeah, what's her she's name, like, Edna? <laughs> I, uh, probably not. But she's like, he's like, are you drinking? And she's like, no. And he's like, Edna. <laughs> And she's like, okay, a little just, bit, but I need to go to sleep. Made, we made up Edna. Can I, I have know. a little something? He's like, no, the juice is going to kill you. If the juice is loose, the juice is going to kill you. Doc, I got the ulcers again. And I've been drinking milk like they told me to. What else have you been drinking? Not a drop. Mrs. Sullivan? Oh, well, i got to have a little now and then. Just a little Look, if you don't stop drinking, you know it's going to kill you. Well, uh, I, I got the pains, and I can't sleep nights. Give me a little something, Doc, won't you? Just this once? No. Your ulcers will go away if you lay off the juice. 
I'm trying. I know you are. I've got an extra bed. You can spend the night here and I'll give you a little something to help you sleep. How's that? Oh, thanks, Doc. You're the only one that gives a damn. Here, I'll go get the nurse. Uh, we couldn't stop laughing because every patient we kept saying, is he on the juice? And later on, he's in a, uh, a meeting with all the doctors and he said, she's on the juice again. Her name is Mrs. Sullivan. Oh, I like Edna. But Edna is on the juice. That's all we you got to know. We named her Edna. Okay. Yeah. So, but he's a caring guy. So they, that's they what we're getting. Really getting, well. Yeah. Um, but he uh, goes into his room. He works a late shift. He uh, lays down in his office to sleep on the job because he doesn't. Want, he can't go home, and he starts watching Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, one of the best movies ever made. And this is playing on everyone's TV in the entire movie. Count Dracula sleeps in this coffin, but rises every night at sunset. Chick is right. This is awful silly stuff. And I couldn't tell you if this was uh, supposed to be Halloween night. It could have been. I have no idea because everybody's watching this. Um, yeah, I don't think it's At the same exact time, Clea, right? That's her name? Clea? Yeah. She is also watching Doctor Strange. Uh, That's what I'm Abba, I said Doctor Strange. She is watching Abbott Costello Me Frankenstein as well. It's on everyone's and- TV. <laughs> Now. You know that person you said that there's no such person? Yes. I think he's in there, in person. I was reading a sign over here, this one down here, yeah. Dracula's legend. All of a sudden I heard, that's the wind. It should get oiled. Listen, stop reading this thing. That's a lot of phony baloney to fool McDougal's customers. Now fold up that canvas and get busy. Come on. Well, these are the only two TVs we see is Strangers. Then we see his. Then we see the the patients. He goes in to check the two patients are sleeping in the bed. He turns off that TV and it's Abbott and Costello. And then we cut to her house and she's watching it. So there's at least three TVs with this movie on. Well, I don't blame them. And back then in 78, there was only like five channels. So let's let's face facts. That's true. There were only five channels. There, was, there wasn't many channels to pick from. And if one channel had Adam Costello and me Frankenstein, screw every other channel. I, I would, That's I would true. watch it, too. That's true. Listen, you're making enough noise to wake up the dead. I don't have to wake him up. He's up. I saw a hand. You saw a hand? Uh-huh. Where? Right over there. Let me see it. Right over there. Where is it? I saw a hand there. You don't know what you're talking about. You're all excited reading this legend. Now, listen. Listen, Wilbur. I know there's no such a person as Dracula. You know there's no such a person as Dracula. But does Dracula know it? Now listen to me. McDougal will be here any minute with the insurance agent. Now get to work. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, So she is also watching this, but she is falling asleep while watching it. And Strange starts falling asleep. And they both see each other in their dreams. This is really cool, actually. So she starts seeing uh, Morgan Le Fay, Jessica Mm -hmm. Walters and pushing the old man off the bridge. And he sees it too. And they all kind of see each other. And they know something's up. You know, like they start having these panicky nightmares. But this whole dream freaks her out. And she wakes up out of her dream because Morgan Le Fay is coming closer to her Mm -hmm. and trying to get her. So there's a lot of her running in her nightmare. And she actually wakes up and runs out into the street and almost gets hit by a cat. Hey, you're trying to get yourself killed? You all right, lady? What are you doing out here all alone? I don't know. 
Come on, I better take in the cab. And luckily the cabbie is a really nice dude. Because he took her to the hospital. He, she doesn't know where she is and she doesn't know what's happening. And he puts her and he brings it to the emergency room, which happens to be Strange's emergency yeah. room. It happens to be his emergency room. And he, I, I mean, well, she comes in. I think he kind of like is smitten with her a little bit. Instantly. Because yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he saw her in his dreams. Yeah, and he kind of was like a little taken aback by it. And I mean, naturally so. Because you see a woman in your dream and then poof, yeah. she's there the and, next minute. And it doesn't hurt that they're all pretty. I mean, that only These happened to us, you know, when you first saw me. And you were like, damn, I had a dream about you, girl. And you're here in front of my eyes. The damn girl. Damn girl. That only happened to once. <laughs> <laughs> no, no other possibilities. No. But, uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he gets, um, like woken up by another doctor who meets this woman and the other doctor's trying to figure out what's going on with her. And she tells him, if I go to sleep, I'll die. Mm-hmm. Cause she knows that something's after her. So he's like, I'm going to get another doctor to come in and check on you. So he wakes up strange and he brings him to her. And he that's when he sees her for the first time. And it's like, and they kind of have that moment where they remember each other from each other's dreams, but they don't really know. Yeah. Because not, they can't be possible to them. Well, and Strange yeah, is obviously. also like science versus, you know, f you know, he needs facts. Yeah, he needs facts. He's like a science guy. So he's not going to buy into any of this crap anyway with, you know, any yeah. sorcery. So he starts taking care of her and he's really good to her. He, She says, I can't go to sleep. He gets her coffee instead of drugs. Which the nurse on, like on the oh my god, nurse, she was like Nurse Ratched. She was yeah, like, she don't want that. Oh, you know, drugs. We're giving her drugs. We're, she won't. She won't. She won't take the drugs. Like, gee, if you're shoving freaking drugs down her throat and she doesn't want them, there's a reason. Yeah. Like, I mean, back the seventies was just like, here, we're just gonna give you random drugs for no reason. It's like you don't want to go to sleep. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, you that's need... Nurse Ratchet in a, in a in a nutshell, right? Yeah, there. it's like they just wanted to throw pills down your throat like back you, then. Pretty much. It doesn't matter what your ailment was. It's like, oh my god, you know, I stubbed my toe. Oh, here, here's a sleeping <laughs> pill. Oh my god, I have a headache. Oh, you're gonna need surgery on your abdomen. That's yeah. <laughs> like you go in for a freaking. <laughs> I'm on the juice. Give me some pills. <laughs> go in for a sprained ankle, and they do brain surgery. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the 70s. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> well, she's ba he's basically helping her not go to sleep. And the nurse is mad about it. And she kind of rats him out to the other head doctor. At the same time, Wong, we find out that Wong is taking care of um, the actual um, Sorcerer Supreme. And... He's made him eggs. He's like a real... Wong is awesome. Yeah, but I feel like he's kind of like Kato. Well, he says that to him. He goes, why are you... are not my servant. You're my yeah. friend and my colleague. And why are you doing... He goes, because you're my friend and I'm going to take care of you. You need to be strong which for is, what's coming. Which is really sweet. It's but I feel really... like they made him too much butlery. I, you know, I do feel that way. I feel like Wong, is, he's awesome. He, he needs more to do. He yeah. doesn't have anything to do in this. Well... Yeah, I mean, I think they're setting him up for future stuff. I think this really, like you said, you were mad because they didn't establish <clears throat> Doctor Strange enough. But I'm like, they, they have it. a lot to establish. They have to set up this Strange's sidekick or friend will be Wong. 
they have to set all that up and they don't have a lot of time to do it. I get it. But if they were going to continue this on, you know, like, we're well, that's left how these with... pilots work. I know. The pilot has to air, get enough ratings, especially when there's only a few channels. It has to be a hit so they can pick it up. Of the four channels in the 1970s. Exactly, right? Um, I can <laughs> well, see someone now Johnny Carson. with the antennas. Well, we'll talk about that, too. Um, I know. Uh, but, yeah, so Wong is taking care of him, and he's like, uh, we have to find this woman. He goes, she ran out of her apartment. A cabbie picked her up, brought her to the hospital, and he's like, what hospital? And he's like, I already figured it out. She's at Strange's Hospital. And he's like, oh, my God. We have to go. And he's like, you're going to eat first. You have to get your power back. <laughs> I was like, okay, I get it. Like, but it just seemed too, I don't know. It, like Wong's taking care of it. Like the courtship like Wong- of Betty's father. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Like, come on already. He, the guy, he needs to go get the girl, okay? The girl's all fucked up in the hospital. And she's very important to this plot. But he's like saying, you don't have your power up. You fell off. Or you were thrown from a bridge. You were luckily, lucky to be alive. That's true. I mean, he you walked away. have to get away. your energy back. He, he was he, fine. He's actually great because he's like, uh, the body, first you have to take care of the body and the mind to be ready for the fight. And, and I'm like, this is great. This guy is really helping. And he's like, you're absolutely right. So he does eat, and then he gets back, and he goes to the hospital. And at the same time, Morgan Le Fay is showing up at the hospital, and she's watching them all. And she sees that Strange has the ring, and she automatically knows this is the guy. Yeah. But the problem is she's also, like, kind of got the hots for him instantly. Well, she she's man-hungry. She is man-hungry. You know, hungry. like, I mean, she's... She's a woman. She might be a, a demon or whatever, but she's a woman. She needs her stuff. Yeah. So she's like, ooh, you know, look at him. Well, yeah. Yeah, she's pretty much a Pearl and X, we find out <laughs> later on. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So she sees that Strange has it, and the Sorcerer Supreme comes there and starts using his abilities to get what he wants. So he starts like mind wiping people a little bit so he can get into the office to meet them. Yeah, any opposition, you know, the Sorcerer Supreme is just like waving his hand and not like the crazy waving of the hands it's like more you like see Bella. In Doctor Strange. It's, he's doing a, a little bit oh, of a Dracula yes. Bella move. It's that Hungarian yes. thing with Bella's mesmerizing hand. Yeah, he's got like movements. the fingers a little uh, like moved and it's very slight. Yeah. So no one would notice if he was Must doing it. Must be double jointed and That's Hungarian. <laughs> You come under my spell. You will be my slave of love. My gosh, Bella. How do you do that? You must be double-jointed. And you must be Hungarian. Vampire, look at me. Look into my eyes. You must be Bella Lugosi. Well, he... He, it works, and he, he's able to get in there and find them. And he's showing the sketch around, too. I need this woman. He gets in there, and he uh, meets up with them, and he talks to Strange. And he finally talks to Strange a little bit, and he's like, there's a lot of stuff we have to talk about. And Strange is like, do I know you? He's like, I, I think I saw you in a dream. Yeah. Which is weird, because early in the movie, um, the Sorcerer Supreme is talking to Wong, and he says, me and Strange haven't been in contact for a long time. That didn't make any sense to me a little bit. No. But I guess it's because he's been watching him to groom him. 
Well, they never really follow up with that no. comment. Never really do it. They just, for some reason, are interested in him. Yeah, and that's why we're just treating this like a like a first-time meeting. because. Yeah. Which I wonder if they were going to build on that later. And that was going to be some of the things Probably. like, why me type of thing. But that doesn't ever really get to that. No, it's just, you know, he, he meets the guy and he says, hey, you know, I, I saw you. I saw this woman and she threw you off the bridge. Yes. And then there was another woman standing there too. Yeah, exactly. And so then he proceeds to tell him all about her and, you know, what her her deal is. And then he does he start telling him about the ring at that point? Because he wants to know, uh, where'd you get that ring? And he does say, oh, my father had it. My parents died in a car crash. Yep. And they... I was left his ring. Yeah. And the ring is also the exact same symbol as the Sanctum Sanctorum's window, which is that famous window in the front of that yeah, building. Yeah, it's it's in the it's the window in Yeah, you've seen the it. The house. Yeah. Um but like it's honestly, awesome so if I, I just I'm a little bewildered by this because if his father was a sorcerer, <laughs> he gave him that ring because he knew that he would also follow in his footsteps. So, yeah, I think that's what they were going to set up. I think they were going to set up that this family was in the mystic arts. And there is a league of people in the mystic arts, and that's what Wong also is. Yeah, but there was no hint in his childhood that would have indicated maybe his father's just a little bit more powerful or just a smidge different from every other dad. Well, (laughs) I, I feel like there must have been something to it because he enters accidentally Clea's dream. Mm hmm. And there is no reason that he would do that unless because she was touched by the mystic realm that okay. he is able, when he sleeps, he, he enters the mystic realm. Okay. Is, this is ongoing? Because I feel like well, we, they don't I'm really just establish guessing here. that. Yeah, it's, it's, he only, only started doing that after he met uh, no, Clea, right? It happened before that. They met each other in the dream first. You're right. Okay. And he sees her in the dream. And then when he sees her in real life, he remembers from the dream. Oh, that's correct. Okay. Because I think that he walks that plane when he enters his dreams. So I think they're kind of establishing that he has powers. But Okay. But he doesn't feel like he, he, he doesn't know a thing about that ring at all. No. And he doesn't have, feel like he has anything different about himself. No, but I think that it's kind of like set up later on that he's instantly he's like okay i'm in and i believe it Hmm, and and there's i think there's a part of him that's like i think i've always kind of known the movie doesn't do that well enough because it's got a lot it's got a lot to do and what's really interesting about the movie is it has a lot of stuff it needs to get through but at the same time it's also really okay with it taking its time it does it's it's a very slow paced movie and that's why i'm like shocked that this was a TV pilot because there's a, a ton of stuff like entering the mystic realm and flying around and jumping through portals that yeah. are psychedelic and the movie does not care. It it's doesn't like, even... I want you to know that this is what we want to do. Yeah, it, it doesn't even bother to have like, it, it just jumps right into it. And I mean, it's actually good because it's it's action scenes that you kind of need because the yes. movie is like very slow paced and you're, you're kind of anxious. Like at in the, and the halfway mark, you're like, okay, we've already, we're already ha- at the halfway mark. Like something has to happen here. Something. I think that's one of the saddest parts about it is that there isn't action. This movie's like all about, we want to just subtly talk 
or just do things and set up things and yeah. and make it interesting to look at. And it does that pretty damn well. No, it really does. And I actually think the acting is pretty good too. I mean, yeah, I don't for mind this it. time time period in a TV uh, like kind of pilot movie slash movie. I've never seen I, anything like this. No, I think that the acting was pretty good. I mean, the special effects were pretty decent too. I mean, we're jumping forward to um, the 90s for Fantastic Four um, that we watched. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... The special effects haven't really gotten much better in the 90s. This is, yeah, you know, you bring up a really good point because this movie feels more comic book than I've seen anything. Dude, like this one, it seems like it really understood what this comic book yeah, was about. It does. And it knew that it was about like less of action and more of like meditation and spiritual realm stuff. And yeah. That's why I've re- I was fascinated watching this because I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen anything, even the Benedict Cumberbatch movies. It's like mm. they don't take their time. They get right into action constantly because yes. they don't trust their like their viewers enough to give them slow pace. Right. Well, I mean, a lot- Doctor Strange himself, I feel, is like a, like a different kind of hero. Yeah. You know, he's not like Batman who's just kicking ass every around every corner. Well, I disagree. Oh, no, you didn't. No, I mean, but... he's not a mixed martial artist. He's a sorcerer. So everything he does, he handles that well, way. To, to, to go to that point that you just brought up, the thing with, and I think that exactly explains what I'm trying to say, is like, like a lot of people assume when you take a combo character that there's action and fighting and cheesiness. Right. But like something like Batman... But a lot of people don't, there's a lot of detective work. Right. And there's a lot of like trying to find clues. Oh, no, don't misunderstand me. You no, know. I'm saying, but you yeah. never see that right. in any form right. of Batman. Like even uh, the closest I think they've come is recently with that Robert Pattinson movie. But yeah. there's still not really detective work. Right. It's kind of like a buddy cop bumbling kind of movie accidentally. When it could have really used from detective well, work. they should have definitely taken from the Arkham Asylum games and, you know, Which, did detective mode. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. badass. And you get to investigate and you get to switch on detective mode in the game. Yeah. So badass. Him using tech and slow building of trying to solve crimes. Yeah. Is a really amazing aspect mm-hmm. of that character that never gets explained. Batman, what are you doing? I'm batman Ing. I'm Batman. I'm awesome. I got a nine pack. I'm awesome. Bigo, why is nobody fist bumped me yet? The same thing goes here with Doctor Strange. Like everybody's just assuming it's gonna be. Oh, it has to look like an acid trip. Yeah. But also fast paced action. And this one's like, no, yeah, it does look like an acid trip. But we're also gonna have a scene of them flying for a little while <laughs> because it by the way it doesn't look great. Um, so you no, can see it, the ropes. No, yeah, it doesn't uh, look great, but I mean that's the 1970s. Yeah, it I actually mean, shows. It does. It does show that it's the 1970s. I mean, it's evident that it is. Yeah, you know, yeah. oh, but it does a better job than most things I've seen. You know, without a doubt, in the 70s or you know even yeah. the 80s. It's, I'm 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 kind of blown away by some of this movie because yeah. I was very shocked. I I was a good 40 minutes where I was like, this is actually kind of cool. Like I'm I'm a little surprised and. Well, I guess let's just finish this plot because I want to bring up another movie to compare it to that was also most of the Doctor Strange film. But basically, the Sorcerer Supreme and Doctor Strange hook up and he tells him what's going on. Uh, Clea gets released from the hospital mm-hmm. and she goes back home and 
basically the two are flirting strange and her are flirting and he she's like uh oh, want to go on a date and everything like that and he goes to her house he uh wears a nice black turtleneck which scared us oh, right off the bat because oh, yeah. we're like oh turtleneck <laughs> we're getting worried bond villain bond villain uh it's raining and he's soaking wet because he used his jacket and his blazer and you know when someone's soaking wet from the rain and they come into someone's house like to pick them up for a date it's for the like first date. sexy time yeah you know, because oh, let's get you out of those wet clothes. Well, that's not what happened. But what happened is... <laughs> I know, I'm a she pervert. Says, <laughs> she says, uh, "What do you, uh, is there anything I could get you? And he goes... I'll be ready in a minute. Uh, can I offer you something? I'd love a hot bath. How about settling for a cold beer? I'd really like a hot bath. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Let me ask you, if, you, if I came to your house for like a first day, a blind date, and I was like, I mean, not a blind date. They they've seen each other before. Yeah, but they don't really know anything about each other. Okay, first date. Say first date. Okay, first date. And you said to and me I that you needed go, a bath. Hey, you know what I could use? A nice warm bath. I would be like, I'm calling the police. Yeah, just like, like that's get creepy. the fuck out of here. But even weirder, her response is even stranger. She says, "How about a beer?" And then <laughs> oh, she kisses nice. him full on the lips. Nice cold beer. Yeah, smoochies. He's he's got hypothermia, <laughs> he and she's like a cold beer. Yeah, well, I guess they they felt at that point that they had to push the love plot along because it was just the whole movie was very slow paced. Yeah. So they're like, okay, we need to speed this along. So let's just hurry this up. Okay, kiss him. Okay, yeah. let's move along. <laughs> yeah, uh, th- there's something really funny. Like, uh, she, uh, um, the bad guy, Morgan Le Fay, she uh, has a scene where she talks to the demon. And the demon's pissed off at her. He's like, why haven't you killed them yet? Like, why haven't you killed her and brought me the men? Like, mm-hmm. I told you to. And she's like, I'm kind of into him. All right? They'll be Not to lie to you, Strange is kind of sexy to me. And I don't <laughs> want him. Right? Yeah. And I am a woman. And I'm, I got needs. And he's like, well, let me remind you a little bit that what you really look like. And so he shows her an image in the water it's on their like planet. An old hag yeah. with, like, white hair. And she looks awful. It looks... And she's like, my youth, my youth. Well, and then the demon says, well, I can give you permanent youth if you bring me yeah. straight. And I'll give you all the men you want when we take over the earth. Yeah. She's like, all right, all right, all right. I'll go back and I'll kill some people. <laughs> How have I toyed with you? I don't understand. This mortal, Stephen Strange, is the one chosen by Linda to succeed in. Thrice you had the opportunity to slay him, and thrice you stayed your hand. Why, Morgan? I commanded Belzeroth to bring him to me. It was he who failed. Do not lie to me, woman. Why have you spared him? I am still a woman, and the man attracted me. Then you find no satisfaction in my service. I would feel the warmth of a man's arms again. After all these years alone. You bartered human love for power. You made a covenant with me. Would any mortal man desire you if he saw you thus? My lust is satisfied. I hunger for the souls of men, and not until I have them will my hunger be fulfilled. 
Bring me the old man or destroy him. But if you cannot overcome the sorcerer, then Stephen Strange must die. Your time runs out, Morgan. You must act quickly. Do not let your vanity hinder you, or I will take away what you prize the most and leave you old and barren till the end of time. That's exactly how it went, too. <laughs> She's like, oh, go, hold on. <laughs> What's funny is uh, he he goes to the Sanctum Sanctorum, and he, I love it. Strange, uh, before he goes on that date, he lets a cat in to the Sanctum Sanctorum. Oh, yeah, which is not suspicious. Okay, first yeah. of all, who does this? His judgment is so poor. It's because it's raining, and he's like, oh, kitty, you want to come inside and out of the rain? <laughs> what if the Sorcerer Supreme is allergic to cats? And again, yeah, it's not, it's someone else's <laughs> Very house. Very thoughtless. Let me tell you something. If one of my friends opened up the door and let a cat in my house, I would oh, fucking my God. kill them. First of all, you'd end up in the ER because no. you're allergic to cats. I'm allergic, unfortunately. But, yeah, I would freaking lose my shit. I mean, I, that's just not something you do. I don't <laughs> mind a kitty. But I am allergic. Um, yeah, I mind kitties. I think kitties are demons. <laughs> Fight me. I don't care. <laughs> so, yeah, he cats. lets his cat in and uh, he leaves. Of course, it's a black cat. And, of course, there's a really cool sequence where the black cat is in the uh, study to get the stuff from this. I love this and sequence. Wong is in there and the cat starts morphing into a person. Oh, it's but so rad. What they basically did was they took a cat mask. Yeah, with green like almost glowing eyes. Yeah, glowing eyes. And yeah. they put it on a person in a black leotard mm -hmm. and they're slowly standing slowly up. Standing up. So it, it looks so like cool. the cat is actually mutant and like growing. Yeah, like morphing into like from the cat to and the I human. I gotta tell you, it looked like a better effect than a lot of the CG <laughs> I've seen. It so, did. I liked it. I was like, ooh. And Wong's like, oh <laughs> shit. Like yeah. all automatically. And they have a little lightning bolt fight. Yeah, and then Wong gets knocked out, and but he's got like a spell on him, so yeah, he doesn't have, die or anything. Yeah, the they have a um like a protection spell on the Sanctum and them. It's like a glowing yellow light around them. Yeah, but she was be she was she they, knocks him out quick. Yeah, she yeah. was very quick to knock him out, and I was like, oh come on, you're Wong. You can't do nothing. Come on, man. Yeah. Like that was a little disappointing. So I'm like, this is Wong. I mean, you're not a what did you do? I buttle, sir. Like, he was like a freaking butler in this movie. I was like, no, I don't like this. This is yeah, crap. She did him Wong. She, oh, she did him Wong. So Wong. So Wong. Oh. I hate oh, us. So, yeah. So, <laughs> what, is, what, what button is it? Yeah. So, um. <laughs> we are such losers. Um, oh, my gosh. Or was it this one? That one. Yay. Oh. <laughs> so. So, yeah, she goes into the other room where the the Sorcerer Supreme is waiting. Now, this is great. He's oh. in a full-on oh, monk freaking... Jawa outfit with a, yeah. with, a, with a big hood. He's got a cloak, and but it's like all also pointy. It's up so... on a spider web type of flying symbol that looks almost <laughs> like a pentagram. Yeah. And this is when things like, get good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I actually thought this is where it started slowing down. So, really? Yeah. I, I mean, things at least things are happening right now. I mean, yeah. we went through a lot of dialogue. Well, I'm skipping go over a lot. Yeah, there's a lot uh, of talking, a lot a of lot stuff of with dialogue. the nurses and the doctor. Yeah, it's like, the, yep, 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 yeah. chat, 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 chat. Uh, they have a lightning bolt fight as well, and you think that, you know, Morgan Le Fay might get her ass kicked. No, she beats him, and she's laughing at him the whole time. Oh, my God, yeah. She shoots him <laughs> instantly with a beam, and he is knocked He's like, the hell out. The yeah. 
And <laughs> that's a sound effect for yeah. I'm gonna pass out or just die. Nice. <laughs> she, uh, I don't remember now how this happens. You gotta help me out with this one. Um, I don't think they go on the date. No, don't go on a date. Because he's he goes to the house wet after he let the cat in. Yeah, and, and then and then all that shit goes down at the Sorcerer Supreme house. And then what happens to the date? Because they're in the house together, and she got him the cold beer. Yeah, but she shows up. Remember, she sees her in the mirror, and and that's right. She, she sees Jessica again. Walter in the mirror, and she's like, "Ah, oh my god, she's in here. She's yeah. gonna get me!" And so she starts panicking, and then you know he she's freaking out and having a mental episode again, and so he has to calm her down, and all that. So yeah, they don't go anywhere, and they end up they end up at the Sorcerer Supreme house after this. I don't remember that because she she has well somehow Morgan Le Fay. Oh, I, we you know what we skipped over? We skipped over an entire scene where they battle. Um, there's a scene where she takes Clea, and she well she gets a a demon from a realm that's a guy on horseback. And the oh, guy on horseback yeah, is like, he's like the Black Knight. Like the, and you can hardly see me. him. Yeah, <laughs> kind of a mix between the Black Knight and the Knight. It's of just a scratch. You make me sad. So be it. Come, Patsy. None shall pass. What? None shall pass. I have no quarrel with you, good Sir Knight, but I must cross this bridge. Then you shall die. I command you. As king of the Britons to stand aside. I move for no man. Yeah, and you can hardly see him. He looks like medieval times going on. Yep. And he gets her and uh, Strange has to go into that realm. And they have a flying sequence. And uh, the Sorcerer Supreme has told him to say a line of dialogue that will banish the demons away from him. Mm-hmm. So he, he's like, so repeat it after me. You have to use this and remember this. So he says it to the guy on the, the horseback. In the name of Ryan, the scourge of demons, I command you, be gone. Be gone. And it banishes him, and he's able to fly out of the realm with yeah. Clea. All right, we call it a draw. Come, Patsy. Oh, oh, I see. Running away, eh? You yellow bastard! Come back here and take what's coming to you! I'll bite your legs off! And they, like, he saved her. And that's pretty much when she wants to go on a date with him. And that's why they go on that date. Yeah. Um, so that's when the demon is mad. And is like, why haven't you killed him? And they also, she's trying to banish the guy on horseback. And he's, like, screaming for help from the demon. And the demon's like, it ain't his fault. Yeah. You know? So they send him back. So she's got this other chance. Now that she's beat the Sorcerer Supreme and Wong, she has like free reign. Mm-hmm. And somehow she gets Steven and she brings him to the planet with the demon on it. Yeah. Right? And she goes to that realm where it's like a hell realm. And basically she's like, I can give you whatever I w- you want. Do you find me sexy? And he's yeah. like, hell yeah. So they start making out. Now... His girlfriend, he just went on a date with a girl he's into, and she's sleeping. And he mm-hmm. left her sleeping, and he's in this realm. And he starts making out with her, and they almost start getting uglies. They, they, you know, they <laughs> getting almost, uglies? They don't button uglies. Or whatever you say. Wait, 
bumping uglies. There you go. First of all, I don't even get that expression. But yeah, they're about to, as you would say, bang? Or thrusting. Thrusting. <laughs> um so I like thrusting. So but no, there's really no thrusting because this is no, like but PG, but it looks like she takes her clothes off and lays down and he gets on top of her and then also no, she, she has, has her clothes her, on. No, fine. she has her dress on. She looks great. She has this cool like red dress and she starts giving him like I'll give you powers and wealth and you, you no, she just wants him as her man. Yeah, she gives him an entire Mr. T necklace. <gasps> Oh my god, the outfit that she gives him, it is he it's like looks a black like cloak. it's like a black cloak, but it's all blinged out. Like he literally looks like he he's just like ready to go out and start pimping. <laughs> like he he it's amazing. It's am it's all jeweled out. Yeah. He's got this big ass necklace around him. Yep. Like, I mean, he just looks like he, he really is just managing some hose. Yeah. And it's 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 a the most amazing outfit. I love it. Yeah, and she says to him, now you also give you powers. Raise your hands up to the sky and shoot lightning, and he does it. And he's like, hell yeah. yeah. I'm getting everything I want, and I get this hot bra on? I, <laughs> I want it all, right? <laughs> hot bra. So then she, but she screws it up. Of because course. she says to him, you know, uh, he says, she goes, take off the ring. I guess that's the one thing is the ring is protecting him. But the Sorcerer Supreme has told him his parents actually didn't die the way that he thought. They actually died protecting him. Very Harry Potter style. Yes. So. And, the wa and the ring, his ring, is their protection spell. And that's why he can't take it off. So he's never washed that damn thing, ever. He's never washed underneath or anything. So <laughs> Well, he can't take it off. It's really huge, by the way. It's like a yeah. huge ring. It looks like, it looks a, like one of those... Like uh, a Celtic... Or the high school rings that you get. Oh yeah, like uh, like yeah, the the, yeah. the high school rings, like the yeah. big clunky. I never got one of those. I don't. They're I never too understood freaking them. Freaking clunky. I never really understood they were why tacky. people got them. Yeah. I don't like it. Um. So, yeah. So she said she's basically like, I gotta get that ring off of him, and she says, take the ring off, and he's like, I can't get it off, and she goes, he goes, uh, also the source of frame made it so I can't take it off, and she's like, oh, you don't have to worry about him anymore. And he says, well, why don't you take it off? And she goes, I can't either. Well, let me show you that you can take it off. Come with me. And this is where she really drops the ball. Mm -hmm. This is the dumbest thing a villain can do. Yep. She shows him that she has a Sorcerer Supreme zombified in a web. Yeah, he looks really creepy. He looks really creepy. <laughs> Who did I say he looks like? Eyes. I made a reference saying he looks like somebody. I have no idea. He's really spooky looking, though. <laughs> yeah, it was creepy. I feel um, like you did some kind of musician or rock star or something. Did, did you make I, a joke about that? I don't remember. Um, so she, he's just staring at them. His eyes are wide open and he's just staring at them. And uh, he can't move or anything. He looks dead. And she's like, yeah, you see him? I got him. You don't even have to worry about it. You can take the ring off. And he's like, that's some shit. Yeah, like That's, that's my friend. <laughs> that's like my guy. Yeah, he's like, I'm that, not can you imagine going on a date with a girl Everything's great. She gives you magic powers and mm -hmm. jewelry. She's like, I just want to knock boots with you. And I got you everything. But you know your best friend? I got him webbed up over here. He's dead. <laughs> Bitch, are you for real? Like that? What the fuck? By the like, way, why I would love you your 90s this? references. You're knocking boots. I mm -hmm. love it. Yeah. 
That's a 90s reference? Yeah, knocking boots. I thought that was a forever reference. No, I think that's just 90s. Well. Let's give the 90s back to the 90s. (laughs) If this hellscape is a rockin'. Um, (laughs) And he's like, looks, and this is my favorite part. He looks back and forth a lot. He looks at his friend. He looks at her. And it's like that moment where he's like, Mm, eh, I mean, do I, I am I mad? I think I'm mad. Yeah. But look at her. Yeah, look and at she's, her. And she's she's all into me. She's a hot piece of ass. Yeah, and she's and giving I, me powers. And she's giving me powers, and that's and awesome she, and stuff. Yeah. And then I got this this guy though. You know, he's like, you know, he's kind of like my mentor. He's he's going to show me awesome things. Yeah. But I already got powers from this woman. So. And th- to be fair, Strange is uh, really funny because uh, his Hippocratic oath is. I am getting paid for this. Yeah. That's basically how uh, you're deep is, a uh, doctor. Yeah. He's like, I, I help <laughs> people like, for yeah, money. Yeah, I help people, but you know, I'm getting paid for this. Yeah. Of course you're getting paid for it, but also, you know, you that should you, be a you least made an oath that you can... <laughs> uh, But that's his so that's what he's thinking in this moment. He's like, you know, money is nice. Like, do and I really bro- need that? Some some bras are nice, but uh, this old man is pretty cool. Yeah, and I got a really cool cloak. Yeah, he's and he's you like, know, damn, I. It's, it's all I, jammed up with like you know bling and stuff. I think he looks back and forth a couple times. It's like me when I'm looking at a, a Chinese food menu and I'm like, I, do, do, do I you know want what I want? The yeah, fried wontons, or do I want the Mongolian beef? Yeah. <laughs> I don't do know. Do I want peppers tonight or spicy? Hmm. And then I look back and forth between the menu and the bathroom, and I'm like, is it going to be worth it? <laughs> Do I want you know? the atomic yeah, shit? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Maybe I don't want those. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those And moments. we always go for the Chinese food, which I she, I guess he didn't go for the Chinese food. He went for the bathroom right off the bat because yeah. he frees. Uh, he says, no. No! And he fights her. Yep. And he wins. Yeah, pretty quick. Pretty quick, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like this, the movie kind of drags and drags and drags, and then with the, the shit hits the fan and things are happening, it just happens in a blink of an eye. Like, you don't have any time with it. It just kind of comes and goes. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, here's a little bit. Fuck you, we're out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, give me something. And it's, that's it's it. You get five wild. seconds, you're it's done. It's wild. And, and <laughs> he, like, zaps her, and it beats her quick. And then he frees this the the sorcerer supreme he goes back to the sanctum and they're free meanwhile morgan le fay is on the planet and the demon's like you failed beg me to destroy you morgan pray to me for death you shall not have it. I will punish you until you spring to me for mercy. Look upon yourself. Cry out, Morgan. Your agony will be a comfort to me. Perhaps if your screaming pleases me, I may yet take pity on you. But now, look. He failed me bad. And <laughs> really bad. You're an idiot. Why did you show me his dead friend or his almost dead friend? You're an idiot. And then she's like, she starts screaming, like, why? <laughs> and, and he turns her into an old woman. And he's like, you know, he's so funny. The demon's so funny. He's like, uh, I'm going to leave you here. I could kill you and but, take away your life. But instead, what's worse is I'm going to let you live like an old hag that you are. <laughs> and he turns her back into Spike Jones oh, and his old man, old woman makeup. 
<laughs> and leaves her on the planet. She's got this giant fake white wig. Yep. And she's just screaming like, why? Why did you do this to me? <laughs> you know, I don't remember what she was screaming. She's screaming some kind of question over and over <laughs> and over. Uh, we cut back to the sanctum and they heal wong is able to wake up and they heal uh the sorcerer supreme and the sorcerer supreme's like it's time for me to give my powers but you i i want to pass it on to you are you ready to learn and he's like strange just like doesn't even take him more than a second he goes yep yeah i'm in i mean you have to be a dummy yeah and uh, they zap him with their powers. They pass the powers onto him. And instead of showing up in the Doctor Strange outfit, he actually shows up in what I would call multiple characters from different universes outfit. Yeah, it I almost know. looks like Doctor Fate from DC Comics. Yeah. With the star, it's going to bother yeah, me who this star, character though, is. Yeah, that star, though, that's not part of his original costume in the comics. That star. No, like, he's he always had that. a blue outfit yellow and red has always been his colors yeah they just added that extra little yeah. for I mean, whatever reason. let's be fair he also doesn't have he has a, a fro and dr strange has slicked back black hair with white streaks it is the 70s they had to give him that you know yeah. i don't think they could smooth that out he's got those curls going on with product yeah so yeah he he has this cool that's his outfit it's it's blue it's like baby blue it's not dr strange blue it's like a weird baby blue with yellow everything is like bright yellow and yeah. gold and he has a gold star on his chest yeah and it, it's weird because he usually has like i'm looking a at cool a, cape. a he picture doesn't... of the cape and it's like it's really rad i mean it's closer the the real cape is closer to like the benedict cumberbatch oh benedict cumberbatch is i mean i'm amazing it's they amazing but you could tell that, that it's you know, they had the budget, they had the time, they had the yeah. the team. Oh yeah, they you know? they made the cloak. That's one of the best things about the Cumberbatch stuff is the cloak is alive. It's, it's really well done. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone in this movie actually changed clothing only once. Like you know, it was yeah. Well, yeah, there was some, no, there was some cool. Uh, I think uh, uh, Je um, Jessica Jessica Walter? Walters and also the other actress. Uh, they put her in like these. Oh, white, she she had a couple of wardrobes. But um, otherwise, it was like they didn't really add. They didn't really do a lot um, to the wardrobe, the outfit of Doctor Strange. Well, the other one was in a monk outfit. Don't forget that monk outfit. That oh the, yeah. The Sorcerer Supreme's wear. So they pass it on to Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange has that outfit, and he's like, "I'm ready to learn." And we cut to him with um, Clea again. Yeah. And they're basically flirting again. I think she comes to the hospital because once again, he's late for his meeting with their other doctors, which is a running joke with him. He's always late. They're asking him, don't you have a, a watch? And he's like, I do, but I always I always leave it behind. I know, which is funny because I was making a joke too. I feel like there's two people in the world that should not be late because they, that just pisses you off. One of them is a doctor and another one is a tattoo artist. <laughs> both we've had both be late to everything yes and i fucking hate it yeah i agree um so yeah he shows up 
lead to that doctor's thing. It's a joke. When he gets out of the office and he finally finishes his shift, Clea is waiting for him. She is doing sketches as well. And he goes, uh, they go walking together and they flirt. And while they're walking, they come to televisions in a window. And very oddly, Morgan Le Fay is on television being interviewed. And she's staring into the screen like with bright eyes like, yes, it's me. Yes, it's me. Yep. And they're like, oh, Mrs. Le Fay, you're doing reach out like for the kids. You're doing this whole like reach out program type of thing. And he's like, she's like, yeah, through the through the children will well, the future will happen. So I don't really understand this part. So the demon allowed her to do another. Yeah, because I feel like had this show actually taken off, I've had this movie actually taken off into a show. They would have brought her back, and she would have been an arc. You know, which I don't blame them because she's great. She's great. Yeah, she's really great. But I feel like that was kind of like a throwaway. They should have done something else, but. Um, they kind of basically were saying, okay, well, she's back and she has a new mission, you know, yeah. like they, the, and the it's, demon it's, let her come back for a reason. Yeah. It's very strange too. That but we'll never know. They're going with that, uh, with the, the, her, with the kids, because that seems very familiar to a DC comics line of, uh, granny goodness. Yeah. Instead of this character, very strange thing. And I was like, that's interesting. And they don't react to her being on television really well. She, Clea just goes, eh, that's weird, right? She just yeah. reacts like she that. She doesn't really have, yeah, she's just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. You know? And they walk on, and they get to her house, and they basically flirt, and he's like, you want to go on a date? And she's like, yep. And he's like, okay, I'll see you at seven. Yep. Which is also strange, because earlier on in the movie, basically they're saying that the Sorcerer Supreme can't have relationships. You have to sacrifice when you become doctor. When you're going to become the Sorcerer Supreme, you have yeah. to give up all of your attachments and give into the mystic arts. Yeah. And he's like, "I'm down with it," but then he's like, "Saying I'll go on a date with you." So it's very strange. Yeah. Ah, I see what you did. Oh, I didn't even realize <laughs> it. Derp. Let's do it. Um. So um. <laughs> uh, Goob. Yeah. So yeah, he, the movie. Pretty much ends on that note. That's we see it. Jessica it's Walters been. is back. Yeah. We see that he's become the Sorcerer Supreme. And yeah, that's, that's it. It's, it. It's, it's Finn. Finn. And, the credits roll. Yeah. We're, and it, it's like, we know that we're not getting anything else. It's like, okay, well, this is what you get and you have to deal with it. Well, here's a fun fact, right? The reason this never came back, the reason we watched it, is because one of the biggest television events of all time was happening at the same time on another channel, Roots. Oh, shit. Yes. So okay. Roots destroyed this. Stanley, I think, has a quote where he said, Roots really screwed us over. Yeah, Roots well, was like a very important uh, event. Yeah, I mean, yeah, come on, Stan. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> I know that like he's so he was so beloved in the you know his later life, but uh, it's very funny. If you go back and watch, like... I wanted to put in, I don't think I did it in a uh, Fantastic Four episode, but he he was going everywhere saying, oh, the Fantastic Four movie never happened. That really did. And then there's a clip from him at a, um, a comic show, and he said, there were, oh, we're, we're just finishing the Fantastic Four movie. I don't think it's going to be very good. Yeah, he it's actually like, said that. He actually said that. I'm like, it's like, first of all, are you friends with Roger Corman? Why wouldn't you? 
Yeah, Why would exactly. you say that? That's rude. Like, and I don't know what he was thinking at that he time. He did that kind of stuff all the time. I mean, it and was people kind of like want to forget it. It's but... like he, he, if it failed, which it did, he didn't want to be associated with it. He and, wanted to remove himself guess what? from it. It's a lot better than a lot of these other you ones. You know what? It truly is. Yeah. So, you know what? It's... Well, well, the funniest part is like I I feel bad because the director of this really, you could tell he really loved the project. Yeah, and it's not bad. He gave it a lot. He gave it a lot of ideas, and the actors are good. And I think think they really would have been great to see in the next next installment or a TV show. And I think if people did see this. I think people really would have enjoyed it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think simply because you know, there's it ended with kind of like a um, like a whatever that you know it could possibly go on. Yeah, you know, we've seen a lot of movies that end like that with a, like a cliffhanger, and that's fine. But it's almost we just need it to make a little bit more sense. Yeah. So I mean, I'll give this a five. Yeah. And this is, again, where you've you know, given some a low score and I want to go higher. You know, but it's only because, like, there was unresolved things and they could have, you know, they could have done more. Like, they could have done oh, more. Oh, absolutely. Long. But you got to go 70s television money? Yeah, and it was pretty good special effects. I mean, 5 is mediocre. It was mediocre. It wasn't great. We love Star Trek. Yes. And so how can we give that a pass when episodes of the original series were so cheesy? How dare you speak? Well, of the you Gorn. understand what I'm saying. How dare you? <laughs> I mean, like compare. Think about this is a TV event that was supposed to be a pilot. Yeah. And think about the pilot of Star Trek. Okay. I would give passes. All right. You. All right. I'll. I'll go one higher. I will give it a six. It is not a seven. So don't no, even think about it. No, six is what I was it. thinking too. But I want to give six. it a five because I didn't hate this. No, I didn't hate it. It was a little, like I said, it's not draggy, great, but it's a pilot but, of a TV show, and yeah. for that, I'm like. I'm kind of impressed. But see, we only know it as a pilot of a TV show like because we read into this. But according to IMDb, this is a TV movie. So anyone watching this, if you just stumble upon this or you buy the, the, the $3 DVD like I did, you're going to see that this is, you know, like you just want more out of this if it's just a standalone movie. Well, it was a very smart practice because what they would do is they would put it out and say it's a TV event. Right, a TV event. They didn't. I don't think they called them movies back then. They would say a TV event special, like a special event. Yeah, yeah. And then if it was popular, they would make a show off of it. Yeah. And that's a very smart way to do it. They had to judge the rating system, and they really didn't know what they were. You know, in the seventies, they were trying like how what what's going to work. Yeah. And so also, this is an obscure character that back then, you know, he wasn't. It wasn't like saying, "Oh, okay." We're making a show about Superman, you know? Yes. Like, Doctor Strange is not, you know, well-known. Like, even when they started making the Cumberbatch movies, I don't feel like everybody knew who Doctor Strange was still. Oh, well, uh, yeah, a thousand percent, I'm going to say like, this. You know, like, people yes, went I in agree. there and they're just like, what? who the hell's Doctor Strange? Yeah, it's like when the Guardians of the Galaxy got a movie, everybody mm-hmm. was like, nobody knew who they were. Only and the nerds like only us nerds. It, were like... You didn't, you weren't... I mean, aware of them either. I mean, I knew of the Guardians of the Galaxy because we talked about it, and you were like, "What?" And I'm like, "This is the craziest movie. This is gonna be the craziest movie." No wonder how they're gonna put a talking raccoon. I kept on telling you, I'm like, "You're gonna." Can't I was wait. like, "There's going to be a talking wait. tree and a talking raccoon." I'm like, "How? How are they? Gonna how are they gonna do it?" And he blew but it out of the water. I never expected is, it to work. Hands down, one of my 
favorites. I, I'm I'm obsessed. With but that's Guardians. the kind of thing. It's like but Marvel characters, unless they were Spider Man, it was like culty. Like it depends. Like everybody had a favorite. The X Men, Spider Man, Fantastic yeah. Four was pretty big, yep. which is odd because we still don't have that movie series in the in the MCU. But like all the characters everybody knows, the Incredible Hulk, Iron Man, all those yeah. characters weren't the biggest characters that had to be together in the avengers so True. it was always yeah. spider-man and x-men were yeah. like the top tier of marvel mm-hmm. with with uh, you know people liked some of the other characters but like big series events not not that way no. dr strange was very culty yeah so i mean i, I say, definitely understand back in 1978 why it didn't take off i mean i, I would, that's what i'm saying you if, know if a kid was watching this I would think that we, this would be like, holy crap. At school the next I day, being like, did you see that thing last night? If they switched it up a little bit, if you're going to, if your target audience is, is children, you might want to put a little bit more sorcery in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it took 40 minutes just to get anything to happen in this movie. It was very slow. Yeah. And that's why and I can't, can't, the only reason I almost give it a five is because I will admit there is a, yeah. there is a lull. You know, I'm sticking with my five. I'm sticking with my five because simply because I said it in the beginning and that was my first, um, you know, that was my my first take on it. And I'm going with that. Is that if you if there was a six year old child sitting in our living room right now watching that, the dialogue would just destroy this kid. I mean, well, there's a difference between the six year olds in the 70s and the six year olds in the in the 2000s. But I still believe like 2020s. You're right about that. You are right about that. But I feel like. Still, like, there, there's no way to hold the kid's attention in the first 40 minutes of this movie. There's just no way. There's nothing going on. It's just too much dialogue for a child. What's, like, the biggest money maker movie-wise in the 70s? Um, at this time, what do you think was the big movie? Because I'm trying to think of the special effects, the thing. What was the big thing that was getting kids, like, freaked out? I can't, um, when I can't... did Close Encounters come out? I, I Do you think that was a kid's... I mean, it's about aliens. I mean, kids are like flocking yeah, to that. It's an adult film. And or it's Jaws, you know? Like, I mean, Jaws was a big thing. It was 19, what, 76 right. or 74? I guess. So, yeah. But, I mean, kids are attracted to monsters. Kids are attracted to, you know, um, like magic. I guess Star stuff. Wars, too, by the way. Yeah, Star Wars, 1977. So, like, that stuff. You know, kids Kids are, oh my God, robots? Holy shit. Yeah, but even New Hope is slow at times. Well, so that's yeah, what I'm saying. I'm droids, trying to point out. Like right off the bat, there's droids. There's little tiny, you know, things walking around the desert. But that's also a full, full-edged theater movie. I mean, right. what but I'm I mean, saying is like comparatively, like what a kid is watching versus, like, I think their mindsets were a little bit on... I mean, like, I like Kroll when I was a kid. You know, it's very hard to watch now, and I thought it was cool <laughs> as hell. Or Dune. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I never had seen Dune, but there's a lot of people who grew up thinking that was the coolest Tron. movie. Like, sci so Oh, you know what? A movie I loved in the 80s, Solar Babies. That was so cute. <laughs> God bless you. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I'm, I'm going back to five. That's It's going to be a five so because sad, it's though. not holding. I mean, I'm a grown woman, and I was just like, ugh. Can't. I'm like, all right, something has to happen because it's been 45 minutes and we're almost done here. And we're jaded as well, though. We are. Yeah. yeah, we are. Well, I wanted to bring up uh, before I forget the movie I was going to bring up is uh, Full Moon. Oh, with with uh, that's a Doctor Strange movie, but they didn't have the rights 
They thought they had the rights to Doctor Strange, oh, and then they had to change it. Is it Jeffrey Combs? Yes. Okay, Jeffrey Combs. I bought that movie. Yeah, it's uh, what is it called? Um, Mo- um something with an M. Um, Molda? No. Oh, Doctor Mordred. That's it. Doctor Mordred. So that yes. movie is closer okay. to Doctor Strange. <laughs> I, this and that together. Oh my god. <laughs> Doctor Mordred. We love Jeffrey Combs. God bless you, Jeffrey Combs. You weren't home, so I put it in there. I certainly didn't think you'd want to find it like that. I did not want to stink the place up. I was going to show you. You couldn't call or write a note. I was busy pushing bodies around, as you well know. And what would a note say, Dan? Cat dead, details later. Yeah. My point, though, is that that was almost a Doctor Strange film. And Mm. that also feels like this, where it's kind of like, oh, this is kind of neat. It is, yeah. And it takes takes it. 80s, I think, though, different. But how wild that is. Like, that almost was a Doctor Strange film. I know. You know what? I could totally see Jeffrey Combs as Doctor Strange back then. He could do it. Yeah, he could have done it. Yeah. Yeah. And he did it in that movie. So, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of knockoffs of things. But you're right. You're right. I mean, it's a good comparison movie for sure. And yeah. I, I recommend Doctor Mordred. I think that was a, I, that's I think a that's fun like movie. This. I think they have their there's things about both. Yeah. I mean, this is talking trash. And I would not say this movie's trash. I wouldn't. So yeah, I don't think so either. No, but we're still, you know, it's a fun find. It is a fun yeah. find. Three bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, a winner. I'm, I'm I giving it. it a six. Well, you go ahead and you and you embrace that six. You embrace it, and I'm keeping my five simply because it was dull in a lot of scenes, and I just wanted something to happen. Yeah, and it had some things that were annoying a little bit about it, but. Five. It was decent. It was a mediocre movie. All right. All right, then. This is a fun discussion. So, uh, real fast, before we finish and wrap up here, uh-huh. um, we watched January comic book movies, and this is the last of the Aww. comic book films. It's over. How do you think this went? Well, it was shitty as fuck. I mean... What was the best? Oh, well, I mean... What's the top well... tier? guess we're just we're gonna have to say uh, i did i did like fantastic four movie you give it a four yeah i you did g- give it a four you gave this one higher and you gave men in black higher yeah i guess I, of all the ones we did i think the one that was most watchable without cringe moments would have to be men in black because it was shot better mm-hmm. it, it, they f gary gray was a director he was a better director than most of these movies had Sorry, Roger Corman, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's okay. But, yeah, I'm going to have to say that Men in Black did win this set of movies for the month. I don't want to say that, but I have to. Hmm. I have to. Yeah. I I think I'm going with this one. Wow. Okay. Okay. And then probably Men in Black and then Fantastic Four. Yep. Uh, Definitely the bottom. Definitely the bottom is G-Men from Hell. Oh, that's at the bottom. I mean, that Without I never doubt. want to talk about that movie again. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my God. So bad. Yeah. Like, my brain hurts. Like, <laughs> like my, my hair follicles are standing up <laughs> on my arm just thinking about the fact that we had to watch that. Thing. Yeah, it's wild, right? Yeah. So yeah, it was a, it was a it was an attempt at something different, a genre. It we was fun for your yeah. birthday month. That's what you wanted. <laughs> it was April, all shit. April is my birthday month, and I'm going to pick a a real slew of. It's all garbage. on you. You can pick whatever you want. Charles Band, I'm looking at you. Oh no. no I'm just kidding. <laughs> Have we not seen them all? No. All right, that's wild. We've not seen them that's all. That's crazy. 
No, I am gonna I'm gonna torture the shit out of your ass. We're doing Giallo all month. Nice, nice. Alright, everybody. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. We appreciate it. Bye. You and your erection. And why are there donuts everywhere? Do you want ants? Because that's how you get ants.